What up, guys? James from Bolt Bros here. Hey, man, just trying to uh, trying to get Andrew on the on the pod, but for some reason it's not working. Reason why is he came back down from Salt Lake. He is now in Arizona, and uh, there's a lot of connection issues for some reason. So either way, man, we're here. Let's get it going, guys. Um, Victory Monday. I, hey, I've already had my victory brisket. By the way, this morning I made some. Uh, uh, cheesy eggs with a little bit of uh, burnt brisket ends with a little barbecue sauce. It was delicious, just like a victory, by the way, man. So excited, guys, man. What up, guys? Love seeing you guys on, on the chat and everything. You know, what up, Aether, Zach, all those guys over there, man. Love seeing you guys on the, on the pod here. Blaze 50, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Big, big shout out to Herbie and the defense, man, all around. So Big game, man. Big game. You know, it's funny about this. I was reflecting about this. When we're at the five game, five games left in this season, I was saying, man, these Dolphins and these these Titans games going to be tough for us. But guess what, man? We came out of it two and oh. I would have been happy with a split, but we are now sitting in the sixth seed now, guys. Sixth seed right now. So super stoked, guys. Once again, we're fully live right now. Love to be able to hear you guys' comments, questions, everything. Hit that like button. Subscribe if you're not subscribed to us, guys. We appreciate all the support and everything, too, here, guys. But, man, yep, Victory Brisket is so good, Kyle. That's dang right, my man. It's always the best, dude. Best way to uh, start up start up the, uh, the Monday, the Victory Brisket. Delicious, delicious. Larry, man, what up, brother? How you doing, my man? Always good to be able to have you on the pod, man. And uh, stoked to be able to have another victory here against the Vikings. Or excuse me, the Titans. <laughs> By the way, that Vikings-Colt game, woo! If that's a thing to come for Monday night for that Colts game, man, it's going to be wild to watch. Wild to watch. So, um, so, man, excited, man. Just waiting for a bunch of other guys here to pop on in, man. Yo! Chow Lee, hey, Super Bowl, let's go, let's go, let's get there, man. Well, let's get to the playoffs first, but hey, I like where your head's at, my friend. I like where your head's at, my man. So, yeah, Zach, dude, Henry didn't destroy us. This is the defense we expected from Staley, man. He, hey, better late than never, right? You know, we want to be able to see this defense perform the way we expected to be performed. And, you know, maybe there was just some massive, massive learning curve involved with this defense, but man, it is working now. It is working right now. Now nah, it's Kyle. That's cool, man. I know you're at work and everything. It's all good, man. It's all good. Um, but yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, I know you'll be on other streams, Kyle. Uh, but Larry, yeah, man, we were nowhere close to the score, bro. I know it was 31-17. Although uh points overall 31. Hey, we got somewhere, right? We won somewhere. <laughs> but hey, man, it's all about the victory, dude. You know, Vegas basically had us at three. Guess what? It was a three-point victory. So here it is. So, but let's get into it, man. Let's talk a little bit about this game, guys. Um, what a game, dude. You know, there was a lot of, and I will say it's not a pretty win by any means. It was not a pretty win by any means. Um, but a victory is a victory, and I'll take it all day. I think we are. If I, if I correct me if I'm wrong, I think we're about seven of eight on three point base wins now this season. Uh, we have now beat two teams that had winning records now, two back to back, both playoff teams potentially into playoffs. 
We'll see what happens with the Dolphins. It's still to be determined with them. So they're kind of reeling as a team in general right now. So, and also the Patriots. Now that, 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 thanks for Raiders. Uh, we don't like you, don't care for you, but thank you Raiders for giving us a, a little bit of help here all around with that Patriots win. Now that was a blunder of any blunder I've ever seen in a football game. You guys haven't seen it. Take a look at it. Check out the last play of the game. <laughs> unreal, unreal. But let's get into this game right here with uh, the Titans. I'm going to give you guys probably about, I guess, three different things that I'm going to kind of focus on on this team. So first thing, no flinch. Brandon Staley said this a lot about our team recently. We are a no flinch team. You know, we basically had gone through a lot of things in this game. We've gone through a fair amount of sacks that we we're giving up. We gave up two picks by Herbert, albeit one of those picks was an absolute amazing, probably one of the best picks I've ever seen in my life where he basically volleyballed that thing back to his teammate and he got that pick, which probably saved three points, potentially even a touchdown for the Chargers. So amazing play all around. I mean, I, I hey, hats off to him trying to go out there and make that, uh, try to go just for the touchdown all around. Um, bottom line, it's was amazing to be able to see. We still had ways and we had some turmoil to be able to try to get this done. Uh, Eck was injured too there for a little bit. Penalties that kind of stalled drives. But now, guess what? A victory is a victory. You'll take it all day, any day. And guess what? We are currently at a three and four in the last four games. I'll take it all day. And we beat against two winnable teams. That was something we really needed to do. That's something that we really need to be able to get involved with. Hey, by the way, I got a special guest here. You know, that looks like he's chiming in right now. We might have somebody else in here. Second Bolt Bro might jump on in here. Hold on. Hold on to your butts, everybody. Here he comes. Booyah. <laughs> I don't even know if you guys can hear me now, guys. Can you guys hear me? You good? Yep, you're good. Right. You're solid. You're solid. Andrew's Man, here. I what a mess. I was getting so guys, like just so you guys know, I, I live in I live in Utah. I'm down here in Arizona. James lives in Arizona, so showed up late last night. And I'm not even joking. Watching the game, I was dropping my buddy off at the airport in Phoenix, literally pulling up as we were about to kick that field goal to win the game. <laughs> and and I'm like, oh my gosh, what an amazing experience. And so I mean, I saw like bits and pieces of the game, but I'll tell you what, I just want to be here and and uh Talk about the Chargers, man. That game was just crazy, man. I just. Insane. Insane. You know, and just my thoughts that I was talking about, just some of the notes of the games of we were having so much turmoil based type situations in this game. Big time. Big time. A lot of sacks that we're giving up, you know, just what Larry was saying, or Olin needs to protect Herbertron. He's the most sacked quarterback (laughs) in the league. I mean, the last four games, it's, it's wild to watch. Is, it, is, it, like, is that a new shirt idea? Herbitron? Herbitron, Herbitron dude. Herbitron. It's, all right. All right. Well, we Herbitron, talked about like that. that. We talked about like Herbie having like metal arms or robot arms because he's got a rocket arm or something like that. So we talked about it. that. So who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll do a shirt like that. But yeah, that is things that we had to get through. And once again, this team is a no flinch team. You That's know, the other shirt like, idea right there. No flinch. No flinch, no baby. Flinch. No flinch. <laughs> all day. And even to say that, like, I feel like we've been a team that just grinds it out throughout the game and finds a way to be able to get that victory all around. I mean, I want to say we're seven out of eight now on three point base games. Now 
you guys understand when I was did a little research on Anthony Lynn when he was coach, the amount of three-point losses or seven-point losses were astronomical. We've had a shift of this team to find ways to close games out. That is huge for us, guys. That is huge for us to be able to have that mentality of that no flinch mentality. So I don't know, Andy, what's your thoughts on all that kind of stuff too? I mean, those are just a couple notes that I threw out there. I know I threw some notes over to you. Look, I think um, hopefully the sound's okay. So Kyle's in the thread said that my sound wasn't that great. Is it, did they get better just a second ago? Uh, you kind of sound like you might be talking on the moon, like in the <laughs> old days. Guys, I apologize, man. I mean, we, hey, I don't know what's going on, man. I mean, I literally just got my laptop set up, and so I'm ready to rock. But um, clearly not 100% ready to rock. But, you know, the, the one thing I will say is Brandon Staley did such a good job of managing the clock at the end of that game. Yeah. You know, when he started calling those timeouts at the end there, I thought, oh, my God, like, is that a good idea? And I'm like, oh, okay. But he did it. And, oh, it's, he just got so much better, so much better. Yeah. Um, and so midway, but we're, we're going to do a hot mic swap. I'm going to try and put the other uh, mic in. This is why we don't like doing things live, guys. We're the, doing it live. Hey. We're doing yeah. it live. We're doing it live. So we'll see what happens. But, but again, the, so again, uh, after this game, after these two games, I would say this, and, and, I'll, and I'll drop my uh, mic and see if this other mic works better. But the fact is that, I will tell you, this has solidified Brandon Staley, in my mind, as the right head coach. He's young. As young as he is, he knows what he's doing. Having yep. said that, having said that, you guys know my frustrations with Joe Lombardi and what Joe Lombardi does and the way he calls games it's, at times. That's a problem. Yep. But um, when I look at it any other way, you know, that's where things start, you know, getting a little interesting. But But I'll tell you. Two big wins that, that uh, quite frankly, I, I thought were going to be at least a split at best. Yep. And we got two wins. And now we're in the sixth spot. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Yeah. Cannot wait. It's insane. I mean, there is this massive growth that we're seeing out of Brandon Staley. And I remember, Kyle, he put up a video on Instagram while he was on a boat last night um, <laughs> talking a little bit about how he was feeling like that those timeouts were a little strange and it was a little strange to me when I initially looked at it, but the same side situational timeouts is exactly what that was. We needed to find a way if we're going to give up a touchdown here, he basically was saying, Hey, you're not going to drop two on us. Even if you did drop two on us, we'd have 55 plus seconds to be able to try to get the ball down the field. So let's say if they did go on a two point conversion, convert the two point conversion, they'd be up by one. If the same sequence of, plays happen where he had Justin Herbert basically played phenomenal great downfield pass by Williams it basically solidified you know that victory for us regardless if he got the two-point conversion or not it gave us about 44 seconds to be able to go downfield and make plays happen Herbert is special all around hey, well, what's not, not yeah. only that is, is this sound better guys is this better yep excellent <laughs> yeah <laughs> Woo woo woo! I feel like I feel like I'm karaokeing right now. Hey yo, let's go, Chargers! <laughs> Wait, but okay, but but here, but here's the thing: that play to Williams was incredible. And uh, if you watch the post game uh, interview with Williams and also Herbert, they specifically talked about that. And yeah. basically, what Williams was like, he's like, throw it up in the air. He's like, yep. he's like, throw it up in, in the air. air. Just throw it up in the air. I will yep. make that play, and he did it, guys. And 
maybe what we're discussing right now, and I think this is probably the best way of saying it, in my opinion, maybe what we're saying right now is you have no idea how important great um, athletes are like Allen and Williams to this team. Because think about that. Would this drive have happened if Allen and Williams were not on the field? I think the answer is no. Palmer was a bit banged up. He got a little injured. It was great seeing Parham back out there again. Eckler got injured as well, too. Guys, let's make no mistake about it. It's not a tickling contest out there. And nope. and I'll tell you, these guys are getting banged up. They're out there, they're out there sacrificing their body. And and guys, you know what? I have to tell you guys a hilarious story. Okay. Okay. So again, from Utah all the way down through Vegas, we stayed um at the Rio Hotel. I don't usually gamble, but we said, you know what? Let's gamble a little bit. We we saw, saw a table down there, craps <laughs> table, a couple of Raiders fans. Ooh. Actually, I did not know he was a Raiders fan at the time. We had some fun gambling late last night or uh, the night before. They were going to the game, and boy, the Raiders did a good job of taking care of business against the Patriots. So you know what? Well, probably the only time in my life I'll ever say go Raiders, but hey, go Raiders. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Oh, boy, Claudio. We had a great yeah. time. Saw him the next day at uh, Hash Hash Go Go when we were driving back out here to Arizona. So, hey, yeah. look, I'll tell you what. That's, I, that's the beauty part of football guys yep. football is just you never know what's going to happen you would expect 100 the raiders not to win that game you know yep. patriots looking good and they lose it and they lose it and apparently it was an amazing play still haven't seen it oh, yet again dude. still trying to set up my office it's a total mess but uh yeah, yeah i mean just crazy it's it was some of the it probably was a play that i you'll probably won't see probably in the next 15 20 years where <laughs> The guy basically runs the ball. He's running the ball. Ramondre Stevenson, I think it was. He pitches the ball back to Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers runs back kind of around to basically like five yards and then decides to try to throw the ball to Mac Jones. Gets intercepted by Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones buries <laughs> Mac Jones. Straight put him in a grave. <laughs> Planted him. Dude. Bam! <laughs> runs into a touchdown game over. That's how the game ends. That's crazy. It was the most ridiculous <laughs> play I've ever seen in my life. Thank you, Raiders. We still don't like you, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you FBR very much. All day. Family trust respect all day around here. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for giving us some of that respect, by the way, uh, and helping us out. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. But the thing is, though, too, going to your point, oh. The dominoes fell in favor for the Chargers. And that's something I was going to say here, too, because Jets needed to lose. Patriots needed to lose. Um, Dolphins needed to lose, which they lost on Saturday night. They all lost for us. That puts us in the sixth seed now. Old Chargers, in my opinion, they find ways to lose to not take advantage of the situation. Exactly correct. They have done that. They have taken advantage of the situation and put themselves in a great position now. And... I love seeing that. That's the thing where we have a coach now that I think is having this mentality. I'm calling him Santa Herb right now. Is going <laughs> through Herb. town right now. Santa Herb is coming to town. Santa Herb is coming to town. So, yeah, basically, we're getting presents given to us right now. And we're taking advantage of those <laughs> presents. presents right now. We're, we're sitting on Santa's lap. Santa's giving us presents. <laughs> Let's get a picture of us sitting on uh, Herb, Herbie's lap the, the, with, like, was, with was a Santa hat on and everything. <laughs> All we want is playoffs and a Super Bowl playoffs. win, Herbie. 
And guys, I love this. I'm, I'm sitting here with like my microphone on my hand right now. This is awesome. Hey, but you know what? Hey, the sound is good. Maybe we should pull up the stats on ESPN. We should check out yep. the stats. I'll the pull game it up right now. Kinda, we kind of review it. Or you want me to pull it up? No, I. The, my computer is not. It's. That's I'm cool. still getting some weird privacy error. I backdoored into the to restream to even jump in, guys. But hey, um, again, tomorrow I'm gonna I'm gonna review the notes of um, uh, Brandon Staley as well too. Actually, you can go to the ESPN instead of that one because that one's uh, sure. that's just way too small. I mean, holy smokes, boy, my my vision's not that great. <laughs> yeah, I'll jump over there then. Here, let me yeah. see if I can get um, that real quick. Hang tight. Yeah, but here's the thing, guys. I mean, look, like at the end of the day, when I look at when I look at Brandon Staley, I, I you know the the man's a leader. You know, cancer survivor. Yep, all the above, right? And and you sit back and think a lot about you know what's happening, um, you know, with this team, where this team is going. Again, I do still struggle with, uh, you know, what, um, uh, you know, Lombardi does occasionally, right? I kind of felt like all through the middle of that game, I'm like, oh, my God, dude, can, can we move the ball a little bit? And we just didn't. And that frustrated me. Now, And again, you can argue, well, you know, we've had some problems with yeah. consistency, so on and so forth. But look, man, you know. Look, the defense is playing team defense. It's awesome to see, you know, because and even even we don't even have Derwin James out there. Best safety in the league. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. you know, it was, you know, it's so it's good to see that you know even with people down, we could still step up and win, right? You know, just Taylor was out there; he was out there banging. We had a bunch of you know Callahan was back out there. I mean, it's just always, always. <laughs> and yes, Kyle, I always do take yeah. a gentleman's entrance. Great, correct, Great. correct, Kyle. <laughs> I always take that. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, very let's cool. talk a little bit about these stats, by the way, man. Like, hopefully you can see this fine, Andy. Um, yeah, I guess it, I guess it, you I know, the, the one thing I'm going to say about this is that we did clearly James looking at Nikes. Clearly James looking at Nikes. We're, we're looking at Nikes there, over yeah. here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, I was actually trying to get to the box scores so we could look at everything. Team stats. Here we go. Team yep. stats. So this is, this is a big thing for us because what did what did we do in this game? We only gave up 284 total yards. You guys realize how back-to-back weeks we have given up under 300 yep. yards yep. on average 250 yards total yards. That is huge. We just went up against one of the best running backs in the league, which we expected him to just run all over us. He did not. He got yep. over 100 something yards rushing. I mean, that's still not great, but not bad. We'll take that over our average of what was 150-something yards a game plus. Um, we only gave up 157 yards passing in this game. And that's major for us. And our defense seems very, very, like, much gelling right now for some reason. I mean, they're, Brandon said he talked about that we're very connected as a team now. Like, yep. something is connected for some reason as a whole. You know, Nas getting a pick and was a phenomenal pick, by the way. Uh, we had four sacks. Um, Kenneth Murray, to me, played pretty good in this game, by the way. Um, there was a couple plays where he batted passes down in pass rush. He seemed a little bit more aggressive at the line early on in the game. Um, all around, it was well, different. One of the things I would say, too, is that uh, we're not giving up a lot of penalties as well, right? I think we're playing a pretty clean game. You yeah. know, time yeah. of possession was very similar. Um how many fourth down attempts do we have there too? I, I again, driving from Arizona or from U, uh, Vegas to Arizona uh, was was pretty uh, 
horrible service. We were literally watching on my my phone <laughs> and uh, and driving. So you got to be careful. Fourth down, we we're two for two, which is awesome. Yep. And that fourth and Staley, babe. You know, I'm telling you know, here's the thing too. We we did score 10 points in the fourth quarter, which I think is great, right? Because again, you know, we all know our third quarter woes. We all know our starting out woes. Um, but again, I think having Parham out there, you know, having having a complete team out there made a huge deal. And yep. guys, do you remember um uh, at the uh, the sideline, I do remember this that they were showing that Sebastian Joseph Day, Kenneth Murray, and uh, the linebacker crew w- was getting pretty frustrated with each other on the sidelines. You guys remember that? And um, and uh, bottom line, you know, uh, Drew Tranquil talked about it after the after the game, and he's like, "Look, he's a we're just fiery. We want to win, right?" And the line was saying that we didn't do a mixed front correctly, and they were pointing fingers at each other a little bit. Um, and so they started talking specifically about how, well, you're changing all these different views on us here, James, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I was trying yeah. to, I was trying to shift you guys, you up, but it didn't work out. Whatever. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but, but the thing is like at the end of the day, bottom line, it, it was interesting seeing the team as, and this is what Drew Tranquil specifically said. He said, Hey, the team was fiery and they want to win. They want to compete. And they just want to make sure everyone's doing the right thing at the right time. And that's good, right? That is good to see that they care about how they're performing and they're holding each other accountable. That's probably the best way of saying it because yes, it's not really necessarily they're being fiery or, you know, pointing fingers say, Hey, you suck. You're not doing your job, Yeah. but they're holding each other accountable. And I think that's a big yep. part of football in general. And one of the things that I remember, I think it was an article about two or three weeks ago that says in, in the coaching that Brandon Steele needs to start holding players accountable for their yep. production. John, good to see you, buddy. I haven't seen you in a minute. So, man, what good up, to John, see you. Man. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see him. Good to see you. Obviously, Aether, Larry, Steve, Zach. Yeah. Love you yep. guys, man. Appreciate Comments, you by the way, so. guys. We're going we're gonna to get to them. I've been starring them and getting them ready for later on. So, just yeah, keep throwing out let's, comments and questions. Let's go through the stats real quick of each player, too, as well. So, we can yeah, take definitely. a hand right it. Yeah, I'd like to see. Uh, well, no, no. Just go back to the um, box the, score. Uh, yeah, box score. Yeah, that's fine. And then we can just see the, the team stats. Yeah, okay. So uh, let's. So we got Tannehill, Tana Thrill, as he likes to be called. By the way, <laughs> I have to give him mad props. I have to give him mad props for, for coming back in. I, again, oh. did not see it at the beginning, but he was carted off and came back. Yep. Ankle injury, limping around. And, dude, you got to just say, hey, bro, nice work. Yeah. Um, but I love the fact that we held him to 165 yards. Guys, who would have thought? I think didn't Tua have around the same last week with Tyreek? Like yeah. yeah, very, very similar to that. Guys, that's crazy. We are leading the league in pass defenses. You realize that? Yeah. Brandon talked about that a few times. Now, you could argue all day about a run defense, right? Yes, our run defense is improving now, but we are leading the league in pass defenses right now. So so that's amazing to see, right? We got that one interception. I still think we're leading the league in, in uh, I think we're plus five in turnovers. If I No, we might not be plus five because we had two turnovers on Herbert. Yeah, we might still be um, plus four. Plus four. We might be plus four. So, but either way, very impressed seeing where we're sitting on on that statistic. So I'll look that statistic up as well, too, James. And yeah. then why don't we just talk about the guy, the goat, Justin Herbert, three hundred and thirteen yeah. yards. Yo, guys, come on. You have to sit back and just appreciate what he did. And again, the two interceptions. One I thought was pretty bad. Again, I saw the recap. One was not not great. So his quarterback rating is definitely pretty low. But I'll tell you, I'll say this: getting sacked three times. Of course, we did get pressure on uh, Tannehill as well too. Four sacks, which is amazing. 
So look, I just think it was an overall great win. I mean, it's just awesome to see. It's awesome to see, you know, and it, and the good news is we're playing at the right time of the year. Yep, absolutely. 100%. And I mean, the thing about it is, is that we didn't give up a pass touchdown to, to Ryan Taylor. We didn't get a pass touchdown either. Um, you know, it was an ugly game all around for us, but it was a big team win in my opinion. So once again, going back to what I was saying earlier, we're just finding ways to grind out and we're just trying to be a, a very, very rugged base type team. Once again, no flinch base type team finding ways to be able to win. And that's huge for us, for us to be able to keep Derrick Henry to 104 yards on the ground, which they should have probably kept feeding this ball to him the entire game. I mean, he should have just been literally the, the target, which they he was <laughs> top in targets. Well, top in yards, top in targets. Well, tied for targets on the receiving game. And um, they just don't have enough weapons on the team. What's crazy about that game is the amount of injuries that they kept having throughout. Like the Titans kept having injuries all throughout this game. And it sucks because we're doing it. We're dealing with it, but we're starting to find a way to be able to be healthy now. I mean, going back to somebody asked about when Joey Bosa is going to come back, there's a chance that it could be next week. I think it yep. potentially could be more of the Rams game, in my opinion. So we'll see where it goes from there. Rashawn Slater still has a chance. I've seen him in the locker room. I saw him on the sidelines on this game, too. So they're probably trying to prep him to be able to make that happen. Now, think about having that health back going into the playoffs. Having healthy players going in the playoffs that are hopefully going to be rested, ready, 100% ready to go. Man, insane. Donald Parham got a couple catches in this game, too. Three for 35. Solid catcher. Palmer, five for 49. Williams, four for 67 with a massive catch late in the fourth. Keenan doing Keenan things. Eight catches, 86 yards. By the way, if you guys saw the post game, I'll show you guys the photo of what he looks like. He looks like a guy that goes to the uh, poetry <laughs> bar or something like that and, and writes poetry. And, and, I the same thing. I was like, he had, a, he, had a, he, had a, um, he had a turtleneck on, glasses. <laughs> He looked like a beat, he beatnik. That's what he was—a beatnik. Hey, go back up. I wanted to see how many yards. Um, I want to see how many yards Henry got on that, James, because uh, I, I, you scrolled down a little too fast. Yeah, he got. I don't, no, no, no. Rushing yards, hundred yards. Okay, there we go. Yep, hundred four, hundred four. Yeah, and okay. we gave up one hundred twenty-seven total. I mean, the thing about bad. it is, Malik Willis, when he was in, I was kind of nervous because of the aspect of him being a lot more of a scrambling-based quarterback. So then putting in Tannehill, guy with basically bum ankle going out there and making it happen, um, made me feel a little bit more comfortable about what we could do in this game and find a way to be able to win this game. And so um, 127 yards doesn't sound very pretty, but once again, we've gotten blown up multiple times. And we're doing this once again with a lot of people gone on our line. Fajoko yep. is doing well. Joe Gaziano got a sack, by the way, too. Italian said, Stallion. The yeah, Italian, the Italian stallion. stallion, man. He made it happen. He got that nice sack there. If you know what I mean? <laughs> gelato. Um, gelato. <laughs> prego, prego. Um, and then uh, I said Chris Rump is going to get a sack. And guess what? He got a sack on the stat board, or at least either that or half sack with uh, Drew Tranquil, which you could go down to that. Tranquil yep. had one sack. Uh, Fajoko did his thing. Just sir, by the way, he came out, came out balling. Yeah, Chris Rump got one sack in this game. I said that Khalil Mack was going to get a sack. He almost had one early in the game, which ended yep. up becoming just a one-yard gain uh, for a scramble from Tannehill. But we started getting very, very aggressive later on in the game. With we, we, It was one play that we like stacked the left side 
so heavy load on the left side with Mac on the left side. So it rotated from the right to the left. They stacked a lot more on the left, which th then created tranquil. And I want to say that might have been the same play that uh, Rump came in on the right side, and then they ended up getting a sack at that point. Right. So um, they started getting aggressive later on. KVN even got a, a nice sack in this game, too. Um, was it KVN? I'm pretty sure it was KVN. Got a nice sack in this one, too. Murray did a great job on screen passes. I felt like he was a lot more aggressive. Seems a little bit more like he's playing who he needs to be all around. He's doing better against the pass. Love seeing that. If we could get great play out of him, awesome. That's great. Yep. Um, but our defense is starting to gel here, guys. And it's timing is perfect for this to happen. And so I'm just really, really excited to be able to see what's happening here with this team. And perfect time of this year to be able to make it happen. So, yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. I do yeah. have some ideas. Yeah, what up? What up? Out of your falcon mind, man. Thanks, dude. Big win, man. By the way, man, uh, Desmond, man. I thought he was gonna do it. I thought he was gonna do it, but uh, yeah, he uh, got got a little got a little banged up on his first game. Bummer to see that, but we'll see how the next couple games go for him for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And um, well, I'll say this though. Um, yeah. Smash that like button guys. I mean, it does help right again at the end of the day. Um, you know, it's a big part of the algorithm that YouTube, uh, you know, produces, right. So the more likes you get, the, the more things go all, all over the place. Yep. But, you know, I will say this guys, you know, the nice thing is we're in the sixth spot. We're doing yep. well. I think we're playing good team defense. It's awesome seeing, you know, when right. you talked about Kyle Van Oy at the very end there as well, too. I think Kenneth Murray had a good game. Kyle Van Oy did well. He got two sacks at, um, in two games, two biggest games ever. Yep. Uh, well, really down the stretch. The next three look pretty easy at this point, guys. Um, yeah. you know, they really do. And and they look very, very solid for us to, guys, we, we may end up the season with only six losses. I mean, I, I mean, if you would have told me that, a few weeks ago, I would have just been like, "Yeah, you're out of your, you. you're, you're out of your mind. No chance. Yeah, out of your you're falcon right. mind, baby. Yeah, out of your falcon mind." <laughs> but, but, but really, I mean, like, legitimately, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. So, I mean, again, I, I will just say this, guys. I think it's been absolutely incredible. And look, no matter what, Herbert, you give him the ball at the end of the game, good things are going to happen, and and that's been amazing to see. So, um, and, and they're, they're you know. I like seeing like Brandon Staley on the sidelines. He was so active and animated. You know, when, when anything good happened, he hopped on the field quite a bit. You could tell he's coming into his own as a coach now, right? Again, I think that's that's the concern I've always had with a younger head coach. When when does it click? And I think really it started clicking um, this game specifically. I mean, or maybe not this game specifically, but I mean, you could just tell he's ready to go. And um, you know, we're seeing we're seeing the coach that we wanted to see. And yeah, again. I think Brandon Staley is a good head coach. I think where I'm still concerned is a little bit on the offensive side of the ball, but we're going to talk about that. I'm seeing your question here, Aether, and yep. uh, some of these other questions. We want to, I want to address them quite a bit. So, yep. um, again, throw your questions out there as well, too. So, James, maybe we should start up with a couple of questions now at this point. I know since we're about you know 34 minutes into this uh, podcast already. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And I could even kind of go just real quickly over a couple of things that I think that we could have done better. <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. This game should have been done around six minutes left in this game, but we kept running the ball, and we shouldn't have yep. done that. Throw the dang ball. Lombardi was a still a liability for us. He still needs to just throw the ball. That was their weakness. Keep throwing the freaking ball. Stop running the dang ball. Like, I understand you're trying to drill the clock down. We had a three and out that was only 14 seconds long, by the way. So 
that's not good. Um, yeah. So uh, got really hesitant to throw the ball, maybe because after the two picks or whatnot, I don't know what it was. Shouldn't have done that. We still didn't score a touchdown or any points in the third quarter at all. That's an issue all around. So just throwing that out there, guys, those are things that I have a concern about this game because I was starting to get a little nervous here. We could have potentially got to a touchdown or or at least a field goal in the third quarter, and then I think we ended up getting the in. throws on target. Touchdown! Touchdown, Leaving baby. the game early and missing your team's uh, epic comeback. But either way, all around. <laughs> Gotta love live videos. Guys, I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> what was that? I'm, 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 I'm like, like a lounge singer. I feel like I'm a yeah, lounge yeah. singer right now. Jeez, Louise. Well, hey, yep. it's awesome, guys. We're making it happen. Right. Big game all the way, guys. I'm stoked about this win. It's major for us. By the way, we got this guy right here. He's a Raider fan. It's over here saying, Raiders fan here. I hope the Chargers lose two more games and it starts this Sunday. Bye. Cheers. No, thanks, Raider fan, by the way, for winning the game for us. You guys are still two games down with three games left. Regardless of what you're trying to say, we're sitting in the playoffs right now. So enjoy. Enjoy. I hope you guys lose three games. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> Watching from your couch, buddy. Yeah. You know, and, and look, at the end of the day, guys, right? This is the best part about football, right? I mean, it's just always about a competition. Every week, you got to step week. up and you got to make it happen, right? And, yep. and look, I mean, that's just that's just the NFL, especially this season. This season's been yep. so strange in that regard. So very crazy. I, I will just say this, right? It was a great win. It was awesome seeing uh, us play like we did, come back the way we did. And again, Tennessee's a very good team that's been banged up. You know, I guess we're kind of lucky that they're banged up, but man, they had a lot of guys go out. You know, they had a lot of guys go out. So, um, anyways, it's it's good to see. So why don't we get some of these uh, questions here? Let's see here. Um, yep. All right, so Aether has one here. Uh, we'll highlight that real quick here. Yep. Uh, so I like to know where is these people's fire Staley, bring Peyton always losing the locker room, all this nonsense talk. Man, needs times to settle. Young coach. No, no doubt. No doubt. And the thing about it is, I mean, Andy, Andrew and I were chatting about that just earlier on in the show. It's just we he is a coach that loves the game. He talks about how passionate he is about the game. The big, big thing about him in the offseason, he went out to Wimbledon. Now, once again, Wimbledon is not football, but he loves tennis. He loves seeing some top athletes in the games or in sports in general, how they perform, how they get ready. What ways can they be better uh, at, and find an advantage as a team? I think talking with Andrew about that whole timeouts late in the game, that was a coaching decision. And what did that coaching decision do for us? That gave us a that that got us this win that it was really odd in my opinion i was like why is he using these timeouts why does he just let it run down why does it make it put a little pressure on them well you saw why we got into ability to be able to get to a field goal win the game call it a game at that point if you let the ball drill drill down what you could have done is gone into overtime it's a different game at that point 100 44 seconds is all we need to be able to make it happen and then kick them in the dicker boom <laughs> let's go well and, and and think about this for a second um when we were doing this right at the end of the day he did a great job of making sure yeah. that we had time enough to make it happen and again that's where you know herbert and williams 
put put a plan together, made it happen. That one pass on the the right side, what was that? Thirty uh, five yards. I think it was thirty five yep. yards. Yeah, it was thirty five yards. And, and I kept thinking to myself, like, you know, that doesn't happen if if Williams and Herbert or well, Herbert's obviously been playing, but if yep. Williams is not out there, right? I mean, Bandy wouldn't make that happen. Nope. Um, you know, and, and that takes time, guys. Right? That's the one thing. If if you watch the the post game show for both of them, um, Williams and Herbert both said, "Look, we knew what we needed to do to get that that uh, that play." Yeah. He said, "Just throw it up. I'll make the play." And and again, I find that to be huge, and it's great for us for for us moving forward. You know, yep. heaven help us that we don't have any more injuries moving forward. But again, it just shows you where Staley is as a head coach. He, and I'll say this, if Staley ha- wasn't the head coach that he has and the locker room did not stay together, we wouldn't be where we're at. And Staley yep. specifically talked a little bit about that in, in the post-game show as well, too. So so it's exciting, right? And I think that's a really a Staley conversation. Yep. Um, and so, again, I, I don't even know what Peyton would would get. I mean, we'd have to pay him, what, $10 million a year. We already discussed the dollars amount. Ain't you know, no way. Yeah. Not going to happen. No not going to happen, right? No but. Way. But you got Staley, you know, you got Staley, who's a good coach, right? I think he's he's working with what he's got. I, my my prediction is he'll probably get a contract extension at the end of the season, yep. right? Um, I think I think he did a really good job uh, working through some serious adversity. So so we'll see what happens. But but very interesting to see at this point. Well, the thing is though, and I've been saying to people here, if we go and we legitimately have a chance to go eleven and six now, we legitimately yep. have a chance to go eleven and six. Yep. You guys understand. There ain't many coaches that could be able to go through all this adversity that they've gone through this year yep. to be able to potentially be 11 and six. The amount of injuries, even your quarterback having an injury, wide receivers, linemen, defensive players. Dude, this is all coaching, guys. Like, this is major if he goes 11 and six. And if we go on a five game win streak, what would it be? Yeah, five game. <laughs> Going to the it's going to be three, three. Well, no, five game with with the next three. Yes, yeah, from yeah. to on, basically a five game win streak going into the playoffs. That is all coaching, guys. It is all coaching to be able to make the right moves, find players to be able to you know fill in the gaps for players that are out. Like that Dolphins game, defense looked like a world of difference all around. And this is all coaching, guys. Staley is doing a great job. Lombardi, we could say some questionable things about him still, but guess what? We're finding ways to be able to make it happen. So yeah, we we still got the wins. It's all good. So uh, I kind of was correlating actually to what Zach was saying here. So he's like, I I think we've been relying too heavily on DJ. We need to let him be the cherry on top instead of the entire unit going through him. And and by the unit, I don't mean Dicker. <laughs> <laughs> we get we get the Indiendo. We get the Indiendo. <laughs> we got you, Zach. We got you, Zach. You know. And, and I love Derwin James, and I, I think he's a phenomenal, phenomenal player. He's a good leader and everything, too. But it is strange in the last two games, we've not had him on the field, and our defense has been a world of difference. Which is strange. I, which is yep. very, very strange. Like, are we just trying to load too much onto Derwin James's shoulders? Are we relying too much on him? Possibly that's what's the case. Maybe it's complicating his position too much. Whatever it is, it is strange to see that. Now, it'll be interesting to see what Derwin does look like and what the defense will look like when he's out there. Bottom line, that, that is an interesting idea, and I've I've been thinking that a lot. We're 2-0 without him on the field. Who yeah. knows? Who knows here? So, 
What's your thoughts on that, Andrew? Yeah, no, I think I think bottom line, uh, you know, DJ is is amazing. But you're right. I think we're probably overcomplicating his position a little bit. And um, and and I, I think maybe relying on him might not be the right word for it, but it might yep. be more like we're, we're, we're getting him to do way too many things. Right. Sure. And, and I think that's that's kind of muddying the waters, if you will. Um, and that's a problem. Right. It's a problem. Um, yep. You know, I, I think I think there, there comes a point where, you know, uh, you know, I, I think he was trying to, to to blitz a little bit, and he was getting caught in certain situations. But I think I think what you're seeing is team defense, right? And that's one thing Brandon said really talked about was that you're seeing team defense and and the team coming together as a defensive unit and playing together. Um, and I think clearly it just goes to show you that's more important than having talent out on the field because you could argue Derwin James is probably the most talented guy on the field, maybe even on both sides of the ball. Uh, just athletically gifted. Yep. But if you're not playing team defense, plugging gaps, you know, moving, po- moving the pocket, making, you know, getting some penetration, um, it, then you don't win, right? You just don't win, right? And so, um, and I think that's probably something that Brandon Silly and um, Ronaldo Hill need to look at, right? When he comes back, is is really saying, okay, fine, we like what's happening now. Um, we're going to simplify your role a little bit. You know, personally, I would like to see him back more as a safety. Right, really yeah. catching the ball um, and getting turnovers. Right, um, let him just kind of roam the backfield. You know, let's see, let's be let's be a menace in the backfield. I, I would be okay with that. I keep thinking, I I, I kind of think of him like a Ronnie Lott. You remember Ronnie Lott back yeah. in the days? Hundred percent. You know, he'd come up and just hit people, right? And yep. I can kind of see him doing that because, again, some of my arguments with some of the pass plays, um, or, or pass uh, uh, plays with with this with these safeties are that. They're playing so far back that they're not involved in the run game or the pass game in most yep. cases. But what if you're playing more middle pass game yep. and you, you okay, it's going to this guy up the middle. I'm 10 yards away. Walk up and just plow into just destroy him. Yeah. Just, just blow just them up. Put right? that threat, put that threat in the middle of the field. Yeah. You try to take the middle field. I'm going to, I'm going to bury you. Exactly. I'm going to plant you. I'm going to plant you in the ground. And, 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 and I, I think that needs to happen, right? That's a yep. good way of this team having a nice little wrinkle, um, you know, in, in protecting more or maybe, maybe call them more like a sticks player, right? You know, wherever, wherever the first down is, cause you know, a lot of those plays are designed to go to the sticks, right? Let's get that first down yeah. um, and have him focus more on that. Right. So I don't know. I, th- I think you. I think that's a good, astute way of looking at it because I do think that we're probably maybe confusing his role a little bit more. It's, maybe that's the right word for it as well. Um, yeah. And Zach, yeah, I, I agree. I'd love to see Casey, Casey in the playoffs. I think we're playing much better than we have been all Phenomenal. season. Yeah. So um, it's, it's good to see. And, and, and again, you want to be playing your best. Um, you want to be playing your best football right now. And so, yeah. uh, but again, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. Bose is probably going to be playing. Um, my prediction, probably not this game, probably the game after. Um, yep. um, I don't think they're going to force him back because I mean, think about it this way, guys. We got four sacks this game, right? Yeah. With a really good, a really good offensive line, and Kyle Vanoy got one, Drew Tranquil got one, and uh, you know Gaziano, well, the Italian sound. And you know, yep. so what does it matter? Yep. What does it matter? It's just another icing on the cake, in my opinion. If we have him out oh. there, the thing about Bosa, we we brought up the stats when he was on the field and the amount of rushing yards that we've given up when he was on the field that was under hundred yards you know, with him on the field. He adds that element of finding ways to be able to stop the run and uh, having Bosa out there uh, would just solidify the run defense even more. But, you know, hey, when he comes out there, 
if he comes out and say the Rams game, that's awesome. I mean, obviously we could potentially even clinch a playoff seed by that game. And then we could have the Bronco game kind of just be like an extra game for us at that yeah, point. Cherry on top. So yeah. who knows? We'll see how it goes. But that the season's still in front of us. It would be always great to be able to get your weapons once again back on the field there all around. So um, so another question here from Aether. Here you go, my friend. Always bringing that heat, son. <laughs> um, I have two questions. First question, is the, is the defense was great? Or excuse me, is the defense was great? Offense was horrible. <laughs> Who takes the blame, the coach or the OC? You know, so, okay, so I could say in the third quarter, we did terrible once again. We didn't score a touchdown again. Um, defense is what held us into this game. They found ways to stop it. Now, fourth quarter, there were two drives, six-minute mark, and I think around four-minute mark, maybe three-minute mark, where we didn't even do anything at all. We had a 14-second three-and-out uh, possession, and then before that, we kept running the ball for some reason and not really trying to throw the ball down to, to make winning plays, in my opinion. You guys are playing just, hey, let's just try to drill this clock down and find just a way to not lose versus like, let's try to find a way to win. And I felt like it was being very stagnant. You're playing into their strengths, and their strengths was their run defense. Their weaknesses were the pass defense. Throw the dang ball. Like, simple as that. Throw the dang ball. So my opinion... You know, it's the OC not making the, the choice. Now, once again, if you've watched the game and you watched the replay of the game, Brandon Staley does have uh, an offensive play card in his hands, too. So it sounds like he is a little bit more involved with the play calling on the offensive side of things, too. So everybody seems to be in unison on trying to make sure that we're making the right calls for the offense. So, you know, Brandon's kind of in a in a, in a double duty situation, actually, triple duty be, being a head coach plus a offensive defensive coordinator at this point, <laughs> or at least. Well, like. Yeah. And I, I do think he actually has been doing that for a while now. I, yep. I would say probably the past three or four games for sure. Um, I, you know, he's pulling people to the side. Okay. What about this? What about that? And the other thing on top of that too, is you, Justin Herbert is audibling a little bit more on yep. the line, which is an interesting thing to think about now. Again, um, my, my biggest criticism with Joe Lombardi is the fact that he's not, scheming players open very easily, right? Again, yeah. plays are designed to go to a certain player, right? If you look at like the Dolphins, right, for instance, yeah. the way that they run that uh, that kind of sweep throw, kind of yep. audible, or not audible, it's, uh, it's, it's basically it's, it's, it, they call it a choice route or a you know right. defense route, whatever, whatever you think the defense is playing you, you could choose to go to the right, left, stop, you know, whatever, just find a hole in the gap. And they do a lot of that in Miami, right? They, they like the vertical type of play. Again, they run that all the time. They flip it. Let's go left. Let's go right. Let's go left. Let's go right. And they run the same thing over and over again, right? Because they just think nobody can stop it because they have so much team speed. Now, that's the Dolphins. But the Chargers, they do a lot of – they could do a high-low combination with a, you know, a dump route, you know, to, yep. to, uh, to the running back. And if the high-low is – gone then we got to check the ball down that's why we were checking the ball so much during the season is that yep. the high low weren't there because we didn't have allen we didn't have williams they're usually the high low they're the high low 90 percent of the time so now that we have them back actually his routes and his plays seem to be working better <laughs> having yep. said that yeah having said that you still have to say okay he's still not scheming people open right yep. he's still again his whole entire offensive scheme is built on space separation 
and beating a one-on-one -on -one matchup, right? Having so many options out there that there's no way they can double team anybody on the other side of the ball. Right. But the problem is, is when that person in front of you is beating you in coverage and you're not getting open, yeah, it doesn't work. That's why you get the check yep. down. So exactly. again, I, I, again, I'm, I'm, let me land my plane for a second here, but bottom line, I just feel like that's my biggest criticism with Joe Lombardi is that he does not do a good job of scheming or making the play easy for Herbert to get five yards, 10 yards, right? Exactly. There should be seven or eight plays in there that, Hey, look, these are going to get you five to 10 yards. And yep. he just doesn't do that. Now, again, yep. you could argue, yeah, he's calling those plays, but okay, well then we're not executing them correctly. So, so which is it? Again, I still think it falls on the OC. The offensive coordinator is a much more difficult position than the defensive coordinator. I've always said that largely because defense is pretty much the same thing. Beat the guy in front of you. Offense is yes, largely the same thing as well, but you've got hands in your face, blitzing people, people disrupting the quarterback. The quarterback still has to execute, throw the ball to the person accurately. So it doesn't get intercepted. That is a much harder situation yep. than playing defense in my opinion. So again, yep. what do you guys think? Do you think I'm a little off on saying that is, the offensive side of the ball much more difficult than the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. What do you guys think? Love to see yep. your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's it's a lot to be able to take in. Uh, you know, it's great to be able to see the defense working well, but it seems like the offense still has its stagnant areas, and it's frustrating. Yes. A lot of curl yes. routes all around. Uh, a, lot a lot of screens. I get I get it, dink and dunks and everything. But when you start putting Santa Herb out in the out of the pocket and let him roll out and throw some dimes like he did to uh, Mike Williams to to get clinch the win. I mean, the guy's got talent for days. You know, there is that level of, once again, I think it's a, what was the stat? I think this is the first quarterback to have three 4,000-yard-plus seasons Yep. Um, ever for the for the NFL. This is the first quarterback to do that in his first three seasons. So incredible. Once again, Santa Herb bringing us presents. Once again, every week he finds some sort of Santa record. Break. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But Santa Herb. Santa Herb, baby. Um, so. Eighth or second question, kind of more of a statement, a little bit more. Uh, this team plays close games. I love it uh, because it helps us in the playoffs. What's your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely, man. You got to find a way to grind through these games. You know, if we start looking at, and I was kind of breaking down scenarios in my head, where once again, guys, we potentially could get to the fifth seed. We potentially could. The Ravens are faltering as a team. They don't have Lamar Jackson. They're just not playing very good at all. There is a potential we could even get to that point. Now, once again, fifth seed brings basically a little bit more tougher teams that you're playing. You're playing the two seed. If you beat the two seed, you play the one seed at that point, which probably be, a, be the Bills. Um, we would have to go out to Buffalo to play a game. <laughs> and that would suck. And that would suck. That's not good. But the Bills are finding ways to grind their way out through wins, too. I mean, they're not blowing people up by any means. They're just grinding their way through the game. Now, we don't want to go out to Buffalo in late January-ish and being negative 10 degrees with snow flying all over the place. That's going to suck. But the thing about it is our team is very much grinding their way into these wins and finding ways to wins. And that's all we could ask for right now. But that really sets you up as a strong mentality as a team. Now, no flinch. Once again, this team is a no flinch <laughs> no team, flinch. baby. No flinch. And that's our mentality as our team. And, uh, you know, what's your thoughts on that, Andrew? No, I think, I think bottom line though, um, it just goes to show you how cohesive this team is. Right. And that's coaching. Yep. That is 110% coaching. There, there was a stat that, or no, no, there wasn't a stat. There was a comment again, 
Guys, I missed so much of this game originally, right? I had to go back and see replays, just rolling in super late last night, all the above. But um, they talked about how Brandon Staley got rid of having defensive dinners and offensive dinners. He made it the entire team dinners. So the entire team is ordering and going out to dinner as a team. So they're showing up to a restaurant. So they're doing everything together as a group, which I think is a really good thing because bottom line, it's not offense and defense. It's a team. Every one of those players on that team have a role and they are a member of the team. So I think it's nice that he's doing this. And again, that just goes to show you he's a young head coach still figuring out how to be a head coach right now. Yes, he was a head coach in college and he's still moving forward. But again, I think it's great. The playoffs. Here's the thing though, guys, bottom line, it only matters if you have your best stuff in the playoffs, right? And your best yep. players in the playoffs. Cause like, you're not going to go anywhere. If we, if we had our, if we had, if we didn't have Allen and Williams here at this point, I would have very low expectations of moving forward. Right. Cause right. the thing is Palmer is a good third guy, maybe a second guy, but he's a wide receiver, but he's really not, he's really not a number one, at least right now in his career. Could be, could be in the yeah. right system. But, you know, again, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, uh, these close games are great. And you're right. The whole no flinch conversation is great. That, that needs to be our second, sh- another shirt too, as well, too. Yep. And guys, no we flinch. are adding no flinch. Little bolt no on flinch. the side, dude. No flinch, baby. And we are going to be, uh, we, we do have some more merch coming out as well, too. We're trying to get to our next um, uh, platform for you guys to see some, some new merch going yep. forward here. So sure. uh, this is a pretty good little, little, little statement. It goes back to what I was saying here. Defense is way harder to play. But your point OC is harder than defensive coordinator. Again, you probably recap that better than I said it. Um, that's a good way of saying it, right? Because defense is much more, especially in the NFL guys, right? You can't even mm-hmm. touch the dude. It's kind of a bend, don't break yeah. mentality. But offensive coordinator is harder than defensive coordinator for sure. Just because you really yeah. run the same plays over and over again. If you think about the way that we've played, it's kind of a man zone hybrid for the most part. Right. At least that's how we played against the Dolphins. Um, and this last one, I think, was pretty similar to some degree. But again, they're playing much better team defense. So yep. very interesting seeing um, how that's playing. Um, I was going to I did get corrected, actually, on the the playoff scenario for the fifth seed. We play the fourth seed. So which would potentially okay. be the Titans again in. Oh, got it. Tennessee. I'm sorry. Right. Richie, got Richie it. called me out on that. It's funny because last night I was thinking, man, I got a brother in law that's out in Tennessee. If we go out to oh, Tennessee, dude, dude. dude. Might Dude. not be a bad trip. Might not hey, be man. a bad trip. Hey, let's hop on. Hey, hey, well, well you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hold the microphone the whole time, you know, as that playoff <laughs> game for sure, dude. Let's make it happen, dude. You know, all, all technical let's difficulties, go. all the above. <laughs> let's go. I mean, that would be wild to see, but that would be great. I mean, what if we had a rematch against the Titans? I mean, who knows? I'm, but then again, you know, who's actually coming up in that division right now is the Jags. So maybe it's Jags in Jack. Pretty good. So Jags looking pretty good. Looking good, man. Getting hot at the right time all around. So see, see, and this is one thing I've said too, right? Like again, and this is where, again, my frustration with this season has been, I guess I would say somewhat mixed because you want to have your best football at the end of the season. And the good news for us guys is that we are playing our best football right now. At least I think we are, but Kyle, the other bull bro, the third bro, bro, Ravens and Bengals are definitely in a battle. Jets and dolphins also in a battle. And right now the good news is, um, we're playing our best football with three very winnable games ahead of us, right? Yep. Um, very winnable games, right? Very, now, very the good winnable. news about that, too, is that I think the Patriots play the Jets next. Isn't that correct? 
Or is it the Dolphins play the Jets next? No, it's the Jags play the Jets on Thursday night. Oh, the okay, Thursday night. That's right. So yeah. there's a lot of upcoming games. So these other teams that are in playoff um, positions are going to be beating each other up for those playoff spots, yep. which is it's, it's just even better for us, right? Again, we just got to continue winning out, right? And All it is. I I promise you, the NFL wants to see Herbert in the playoffs, right? <laughs> They yeah. want to see the Herbert in the playoffs. Him in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, the whole time I was, I mean, I was literally uh, in Vegas, and we were at the Caesars, I think. And I was like, oh, I got to put a grand down on on Herbert winning MVP, all this stuff. And you know, what, what about you know, the, right now I think it's forty to one that the Chargers win the Super Bowl at this point. I thought, man, that'd be a great little bet. You forty yeah. to one? Not bad. Put a grand down on that. That's a that's a ton of money, dude. Ton of money. Making, making that cheddar, bro. Making, making that, that cheddar. cheddar. Well, mm-hmm. and it'd be beautiful since you're in Arizona now, and the yep. Super Bowl is in Arizona. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to that game. Bro. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta party like it's 1999. <laughs> it's gonna be great, man. It's gonna yes. be great. It, it it is it is wild to see. I mean, we we have such a good opportunity ahead of us right now, and that's what's exciting about it. And we we do have little things out there that are kind of a struggle here, like you know. Uh, CB over here talks about every time the offense gets stagnant is when Lombardi runs on the first down and acts yes. like the next two plays have to get exactly 100%. 10 yards. 100%. That's the great, like that's what happened a lot in the late, late fourth that I was talking about. We kind of yeah. were just playing s- small ball, kind of Marty, Marty ball, if you want to say, uh, but not being effective running it by any means. We were still getting one to two yards, maybe no yards, like putting ourselves in second, down long situations and just not getting things moving in the right direction. We weren't playing winning type football. We were playing just yep. trying to find a way to be able to not lose kind of thing. And so there is kind of this difference all, all around with that. That needs to change. And we need to find a way to be able to score a touchdown in third quarter because that's why we're getting in these one score wins. We're not scoring in the third. That's why we're ending up finding ways to be able to have to 100%. find a way to win the 100%. game late in the game. And 100%. so yep. it's cr- incredible. And by the way, once again, Justin Herbert got another game winning drive added to his, his stat so board, sick. by the way. So insane. The, the, insane. He's, he's such a talent, man. So, so let, let me, again, let me, let me recant again a little bit. Uh, hog watch my, my thoughts on, on the whole Lombardi com- conversation, bottom line, right? He's all about space and separation, beating the guy in front of you, right? You have too many guys on the field to cover at any given moment. Somebody's going to be open. Those concepts make sense when, you know, you have players like Allen and Williams. Well, yeah. great. We got Allen out there as well, too. But they're not back to form 100%, in my opinion. But secondarily, Joe Lombardi is not scheming people open, right? I think that's where other um, offensive coordinators are better. And Andy Reid, a Sean Payton. Again, that's the argument why Sean Payton is probably – he would be a way better offensive coordinator, right? Hey, Sean, would you come down and be our offensive coordinator here at some point? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to be a head coach next year. It, but that's my point, right? Yeah. And that's where Lombardi is a bit deficient as an offensive coordinator. And so to me, he doesn't do a good job of making it simple for the players yep. and or Herbert, another player, to make it work, right? Yep. You can scheme people open, right? I think the Dolphins are very good at that. Of course, the league has kind of figured out how they're scheming people open. But a lot of these other teams do a much better job of scheming plays to get the yep. five, 10 yards easy. Lombardi does not do that. That's why there's so many three and outs. That's why there's so many stall drives. Yep. That's the problem. And right now the defense is just playing good team defense. That's that's the easiest way of saying it. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. 
Yeah, man, Hogwatch, it, it is kind of frustrating. All these curls straight to the straight to the first down marker, finding ways to make it difficult for the receiver to get extra yards or even to be able to get to the actual first down, too. I mean, it makes like Big one time. to two yards tough every single time. It's frustrating. It's super, super frustrating to watch, man. Super yeah. frustrating. And, and, and one of the things that I think has been really interesting to see, too, too I know um, last year um, Allen had a lot of drop balls. He did a really good job this season so far. I, I can't think of very many drop balls that he's had at this point. He had one, that one big one that he he dropped on that third down attempt yep. this game, but he did a great job. And it's great to see, you know, how yep. solid the Chargers are playing. Look, at the end of the day, momentum is huge, and our momentum is is, is definitely moving the right direction, as, as Brandon said, like say, trending positive, right? So yep. – and, and it's good to see, right? We're getting some pieces back. Joey Bosa. I, I think we match up well with anybody, though, man. I mean, I mean, yep. I'll say, I'll say, look, I think if we play our game, we could beat anybody. I really do. And, and and you're right. Eckler had a great game yesterday. I think he did a good job. Actually, I, I would almost argue that the team as a whole did a good job running yep. the ball. Um, last you know, this last game. Um, I think. You could tell coming out of the game they wanted to run the ball as much as possible. Um, but again, with three rookies, guys, three rookies in the NFL, it's a little hard to be consistent. That's probably why we've seen so many stall stall yep. drives. Um, is is the consistency battle is is difficult. So yeah, that's my thought. Yep, I agree. I agree. You know, um, that the thing is though, Joshua Kelly, I think, really came out and did a good job to be able to sub in when Eckler was having a shoulder issue in the post game, by the way, they chatted a little bit about that. Um, yep. He was asked about the shoulder and he was just kind of like, Hey man, like I said, a little bit of a stinger with my shoulder, but it's fine. I was out there doing his thing and he's still out there and went and played and did what he needed to do. I mean, shout out to Eckler once again, man, that guy's been a workhorse for us all season. He has been one of our stabilities on our team. So without him, man, w- this offense doesn't run in my opinion. So I agree. And uh, I'm going to give you my opinion on this. I think it's going to be Dicker the kicker moving Dicker. forward. Done. It's, he, yeah. it's, it's done. Yeah. I mean, guys, what do you guys think of the chat, right? I do yeah. not think Hopkins is – I think he lost his job. I mean, and that sucks to say. It, guys, it sucks to say, but but think think of the NFL. And the kicker role specifically is very difficult. And, dude, he has been ice in his veins. Money. So, no, I, I think he's yeah. our guy. And um, I, don't, I don't think Hopkins – I don't think he has a job anymore, which is kind of sad yep. to say. But but again, because you could get you could get him cheaper than you're even paying Hopkins at this point, right? You know, yep. just because he's a rookie and he's young, why why go with an older player that's been in the league a while and kind of been a bit of a journeyman? I mean, Dicker's been a journeyman as well too. But you could get him cheaper than you can for Hopkins because he's. I yep. think Hopkins has been in the league because you got to pay him veteran wages. You yep. don't got to pay Dicker veteran wages at this point. Not at all. So, Not at all. So. Yep. You know why? Why go with the older player, right? You just you just don't need to do that, and that's the harsh yep. reality of football. So, yep, agreed, man, agreed. Dicker's been a stud for us, man. Just lights out for us, hitting game winners for us. I mean, I think it's his third or fourth game winner for this year, possibly for us. Actually, come to think of it, I know he hit one with the Eagles, but it might be fourth one that he's done with us. So, either way, man, stud Dicker wins for sure. He's in. Younger guy, cheaper for us so, all around. We we got two shirt ideas, and guys, put put a little comments down in the in the, uh, in the chat here, right? We want to do no flinch. We got to do no flinch, yeah. And then kick him in the dicker, right? <laughs> what, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? What do you guys think of those shirt ideas, right? Again, we, we again we are adding to a our new uh, store. We're trying to get it up and ready to go. Yeah. So that's something Kyle's been working on. We saw some stuff over the weekend. Got some cool hat ideas. Some, 
cool, an awesome shirt idea. And I'm going to buy that immediately as soon as we yep. can get that one in our oh, hands because sure. it, it's pretty solid. So yep. anyways, but uh, again, no flinch, kick him in the dick. Or what do you guys think? Yep. Uh, good, good, bad, no. What do you think? Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, here um, we go. We, we, got, we got another question here from Aether. Yeah, yeah. Got a question about Alohi Gilman. Been great. Do you think uh, they keep him instead of playing Nas? I love Gilman. Man, I tell you, I don't know, dude. You know, the, the funny thing is, I feel like I feel like Gilman brings a little more to the team, but man, Nas played pretty good yesterday. And, you know, um, boy, it's, uh, honestly, Aether, I would say this. I feel like it's splitting hairs to, to be to be fair. Yeah. I think our safety people, because here's the thing. To be fair, our our safety play up to this these past few games, I think, has been very poor, very poor. Yeah. I I just don't think either one of them have been playing great. But these past couple of games, they have stepped up. Now again, the entire defense has stepped up, of course. But I think Alobi Gilman and and Nas, I think it's I think I think it'll boil down to practice. If 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 uh, Derwin James is coming back this week, it'll boil down to practice. Yep. Uh, but I think I think both of them deserve a, a starting uh, position. But um, you know, we'll see who competes in practice and, and wins that starting role. That's yeah, and I know the thing is with Nas, I think is in his last year of his contract. I think yep. a low key might so. be the same thing too. So it'll be interesting not- to see who we sign at this point. Yeah, Maybe we, should, we should take a look at that at some point too. Yeah, yeah, do you guys know in the chat? You guys, you guys are uh, smarter than us in some cases, right? So, uh, <laughs> is this is this Aloe's last season, or or in the contract? And what about Aloe and uh, Nas at this point? Um, and and again, this is a good point right here. And and see, in Ivan, this is a great point, and I, and I did not bring this up, so thank you for bringing this up. This again, part of Lombardi's system really is about stretching the field. You know, one guy stretching the field, splitting the safeties, or moving the safeties one direction. And without a fast guy like a Guyton, you just kind of can't do that, right? You just don't make that happen. So the high-low combination doesn't quite work the same way. And so you cannot yep. move the ball the same way. So, again, these plays that are designed to work a certain way, you're a little bit stuck, right? And you're stuck because you don't have that speedy guy down the middle breaking zones and busting coverages, right? So that's kind of been interesting. So, yep. yeah, good good point. Good point, Ivan. Oh, yeah, and then point, oh, here yeah. we go. Maybe here's the here's the other shirt idea right here, Herbie Tron, Herbie Tron baby, Herbie Tron. Yeah, okay, Let's we got go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so let me say this. Um. REM next year Lombardi in or out? I I actually had this mm. thought this morning. You know he yeah. had a couple of head coaching uh, interviews last season. I think it was for the Titans, wasn't it, James? Was it the Titans yep. or who who did he interview with? Yeah, the Titans, right? Uh, I think he was. I think he interviewed with the Saints. And oh, then Saints. somebody said something with the Texans too, but oh, yeah, not Titans. Sorry, Texans, Texans. Yeah. Yes, Texans, not Titans. So I will say this: if we go deep in the playoffs, hell, win a Super Bowl, I think Lombardi will probably get a head coaching position somewhere. Which, yep. okay, see you later. Is what it is. Yep. You know, and, and, and again, again, I've I've said this over and over again. The system is really just about scheming people open, right? The whole point of these plays are they're designed to get people open, create space. His play calls have become very vanilla and and predictable. That is the problem. And really, that's the only problem, in my opinion. So you need someone to come in there and think about things a little bit differently and try and put some wrinkles out there. So, you know, you never know. But I think it, I think that will boil down to if we make the playoffs, don't make the playoffs, how deep we go in the playoffs, yeah. all the above. There, there's so many variables on that, right? Yep. But 
I will say this. If he doesn't get a new head coaching position, guess what? He'll be back next season because yep. guess what? Brandon Staley loves him. 100%. Brandon Staley loves him. He's not going to let him go. Yeah, we go 11 and 6. I think pretty much it's safe to say all those coaching staffs coming back or they're going to get interviewed for head coaching jobs. Yes, 100%. Level. That's all yep. what's going to happen at that point. So, you know, fortunate or unfortunate, I'm not sure, but at the same side, we could see a difference of what this team looks like with when it's healthy. And mm-hmm. the way the team is looking offensively healthy, it's definitely looking better all around. Um it's not perfect by any means, but it's getting the job done. We do need to be able to just take it up a notch, in my opinion, just a little we bit do. more. Yeah, we, we need a little more energy, guys. I mean, at yep. the end of the day, I do believe we're playing. Again, I'll even say this, guys. Here, here's here's the even more exciting part about it. We're still not playing our best football that this nope. team has at all. Nope. I still think we're playing at maybe 75%. Yep. I, I really, truly believe that. But if we can make it 75% uh, this week, 80% next week, ni- uh, yep. 85%. 90, 90, and then we get to 100% in the Super Bowl. Big, guys, huge. Guys, I might be getting nope. that uh, Chargers tramp stamp tattoo after all. You know what I'm saying? What happened? Line that up. Line that you up real quick, man. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. The most healthiest, healthiest team going in the playoff generally wins. And that's just what yep. it is. And we're doing a good job of getting healthy at the right time. We're starting to kind of gel as a team at the right time. I mean, we we potentially could go into a really solid run all around. I think Aether shot some fire at me once again uh, about – here you go. Let me let me throw this go. one up there. All right, James, I got a last question for you. If the Bolts go to Super Bowl, who do you want to play, Eagles, Cowboys, or Vikings? You know, honestly, I, the Cowboys are stumbling right now. Vikings got incredibly lucky last week of finding a way to be able to beat the Colts. Wow. I was saying that. Young head coaches are starting, and people are talking about, oh, Kevin O'Connell, we could have had him as a head coach, or we could have had, you know, let's say, um, uh, Giants head coach, De- uh, Brian Dable, we could have had him as a head coach. They're they're starting to teeter as a team. They're starting to find ways to be able to make their games interesting. And Cowboys, they always kind of find a way to be able to either get in the playoffs and be the first-round bump, and they're starting to kind of show that way. Again, Eagles are hot they've only lost one game against the commanders they're going to find a way to lose a game at the wrong time of the year and so i'm really think that the niners are really the team out there that's going to be able to find a way to get to the super bowl in the nfc in my opinion yeah i i I would i think the niners are the better team out of those three personally um and and um uh, i i agree i mean and, and again you could argue yes record is is would would maybe you would think eagles specifically we're going to be Vikings, but yep. like, look at the end of the day, um, the Niners are a very difficult team to stop because guess what? They got the number yep. one ranked defense in the league. Right. Yep. And you know, the Steelers defense wins championships. That's all they care about. Right. You know, their, their offense is never great, but their defense always keeps them in every game. Yep. And I think the Niners, no matter what, you cannot count them out. So that's the other person I would say on that as well, too. That's a good point. You know, and the Eagles are a great team, but they're a finesse team. I think there's different ways you can stop them. Um, And the Cowboys are looking a little weak, too. So, you know, we'll see. Yep. Um, Yep. That's that'll be interesting to see. The NFC is a different division. I think the AFC is really the where the power is coming from in, in the NFL, you know, league in general. There's so many good teams in the AFC right now. The NFC is a little bit iffy. I mean, you got guys that are in seven win based teams trying to fight playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, yeah. What, right what, what are the? I I can't even remember what um, Brady's uh, 
Tampa Bay. What's Tampa Bay? Six and seven or something like that, or is it? Or yeah, they, and they're, yeah. they're leading the division, I believe, right now, which is crazy, so, right? And it's like insane. Okay, you almost insane. they almost should make it a rule if you don't have a winning record, you don't go to the playoffs, right? Dude. Period. Even if you're a division leader, leader, it's just it's it, stupid to me. Stupid it should me. just be based upon your record. Hey, if you're fourteen and three, you're number yep. one. If you're twelve and five, you're number two. So on, so forth. It shouldn't be based upon divisions by any means. <laughs> <laughs> top four basically get home games. Top four record gets home games. That's yep. literally it. Yep. That's the way I feel it should be. So I'm always scared, Aether. I'm always scared. You see these games, <laughs> Don't be scared. Man. Don't be scared. I'm over here checking my heart rate the whole time. Like, oh my god, here we go. I have a little mild heart attack. A mild heart attack, you know. But but again, like I mean, again, I, I really do think that. Um, you know, we have all of the talent we need to do what we need to do to win and take care of business. Again, we just have to make it happen in the playoffs. And that's all the, that's the only time it matters. Only time it matters. Only time um, it matters. And again, we, we, we got to protect Herbertron, dude. We got we yep. to protect him. Now, again, three rookies on that line. Guys, guys, it's tough. It's tough. And, and, and Larry, not only that, but he has fractured rib cartilage. Are you joking me? And he's still out there balling and dealing. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's good to see it's good to see that we're still winning, but it just goes to show you what a generational talent Justin Herbert is. The thing is, well, there was a statistic that they maybe you maybe you put it in our again, guys, we talk about the the Chargers all day. James, Kyle and I, yeah, the Bull Bros, and I think you you we should probably throw up some of these stats. We should get them ready, but he what was he like 10 for 10? when the pocket's moving or he rolls out and his accuracy yeah. rating, accurate accuracy rating just exponentially goes up. Yeah. So I think that's what we did with the dolphins. I think this was a little bit more of a stay in the pocket type of game, which is a little bit strange that they did that. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, you know, he is just that freaking good. And yeah, he's great. But, but again, my biggest concern and again, Aether me being scared, what I do not want to see is Herbert, Herbertron going the way of, of Phil Rivers, yeah. being an amazing quarterback the entire time he's with the Chargers, but rarely makes the playoffs yep. and cannot get a Super Bowl because he deserves it. Yep. Phil Rivers deserved a playoff uh, win and, and, and playoff wins and a Super Bowl, and he never got it, right? And yep. so that is my biggest concern. If I'm scared, that's what I'm scared for. So. Yeah, 100%. 100%, man. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, Herbertron, man. He's just an absolute stud. I mean, it's it's amazing to see what he's doing. It's amazing to see what he's kind of going through and being one of those guys that was injured for us and, uh, you know, staying the course. I mean, if we didn't have Herbie, this would be such a different team all around. So, yeah, what happened to Spiller and Horvath? You know, that's the thing, man. We haven't seen a whole heck of a lot from them. Yeah, either one. Either one. <laughs> what about even Sony Michelle? Sony what Michelle. about him? Yeah, yeah. Sony Michelle. I don't even know if the guy's on the team dang near, it seems like. But, you know, it's just the thing is, though, I think Je- – uh, Joshua Kelly really stabilized that RB2 position and they don't feel like they have to use Horvath for, you know, passing situations. Cause we got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams out there now, you know, even to say Parham too, Parham was making some good. He good looked good. Catches man. Too. He looks solid. So he looked good out there. I mean, it was good to see him out there. And, and, and again, I think the thing with Spiller, I think there's a few things he needs to fix. I remember it was probably week seven or eight, maybe, that um, Brandon said he talked specifically about Spiller, and he said, you know, he's 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 got to improve on special teams yep. for him to get a spot. Again, guys, think of how awesome our special teams has been this year, guys. How many times, oh, man? Massive. How many times have we lost a game? It was a crappy field goal, a stupid punt miss, 
block punt. We haven't seen a single block punt this entire season. Dude, Ryan Ficken. I mean, yeah. uh, we talk about we talk about coaches that may win a head coaching position. It might be Ryan Ficken. I'm not I'm not joking, guys, because yeah. dude, we were one of the worst special teams in the league last year. Yeah. And now we're at the top, right? Yep. Talk about taking a team from a zero to a hero. I mean, I'm talking solidifying the team. So mm-hmm. again, I know I'm getting off a bit of a tangent, but that's a big part of who plays as well for that week is if you're playing well in special teams, you will get a start um, on the team. Now Spiller and Horvath both are supposed to play special teams at this point. So yeah. we'll see, you know, but, but again, when you got JK running the ball, well, and Eckler's running the ball, well, you know, why use Spiller? right? When you got those two guys out there on the field and we don't run the ball that often either, right? We don't run the ball that often. So, you know, it's, it'd be interesting. Um, This is a really good point. This is a good point. Um, I actually agree with this. Um, I think, you know, I formation sets where you split out the two running backs or, or just a two running back set in general, which is both run two different directions. uh, That makes a big difference. So um, I think Horvath is, is a very good combination of power because he was a linebacker. Yeah. So very nice. Yeah. He's a, he's a stud. He's, he's definitely a very good player to be able to get you those couple extra yards or whatnot in the red zone situation. But, you know, I think the thing is with JK is a really a different power back. He's kind of more of a true back versus Eckler in my opinion. 100%. 100%. You know, I, I, want, I want to talk about this um, H, uh, H4 because look, here's the thing. I was thinking about this watching the game with all these players coming back and kind of where we're sitting now at this point. And I kept thinking to myself, like, you know, how many more players do we need? Yeah. Like you could argue all day. Well, you know, Jamari's looking good, you know, and, and yada, yada, we're going to get, you know, Slater back and, you know, we're, we're going to have more players. Storm Norton's barely out there anymore at this point. Yeah. We need more depth. That's it. And you're talking about a kickoff return. Well, here's the nice thing. You know, you, you got DeAndre Carter did an okay job, you know, yeah. not great, but an okay job. I mean, he's a 30 year old wide receiver. That's, you know, we just picked up, and he's stepped into a great role. Yep. But there's arguments to be made that the coaching staff made him very good for what he's doing and made yeah. his job simple. So when we start talking about kickoff returners, I think there's a good chance we could go get a wide receiver, right? Because I mean, how, how long is Allen and Williams going to stay healthy, especially this season when they both had injuries, yeah. right? Could be interesting yeah. to see what happens this offseason, right? So – when I think about this team, because somebody I think was it maybe last week when they said, "Oh well, who's our first pick next year?" And I'm like, "Man, I don't even know." I would say this probably best available player. You, I would say just rank all of the players available and just go after the best available players at that point, you know. And that's just my take on it. So, yep, um, you know, and I and I thought a lot about too that if and and personally, I think DeAndre Carter has been a pretty good stability for us. Uh, in yeah. that position and just not making mistakes, um, right. catching the ball, doing a good job of getting the ball right. to the 20 plus or whatnot. But sure. I, I thought about what about what about putting just Sir Taylor out there? Because he's a four three kind of guy and he's, he's got some bad, good man. speed and he's been balling on the defense, by the way. He made some really big tackles uh, this True. last game. I mean, he looked good. I mean, we might have found a very late late. Once again, Jamari Sawyer, six round pick. Dude, big pickup good, bro. Looking Just good. Just Taylor, seventh round pick. Seems like a big pickup for us, by the way. It's interesting to see what Dean Leonard could be when he starts getting a little bit more involved in the defense, too. So, yeah, we could even look at, like, Just Taylor to even have as a kickoff returner. A guy, high speed kind of guy, could be extremely fast. Now, 
there's a big thing about it. Speed is one thing, but holding the ball and making sure you have ball control while you're out there so you don't give up the ball or cough the ball up and be smart about where you're running and such and how you're running is another thing. So in, in cornerbacks, I don't think notoriously are known for, you know, the best on ability of controlling the ball that well or whatnot, because they're not wide receivers getting the, the ball thrown to them that often. Um, or at least catching balls, I should say. So, well, so. And, and this this is this is a good question here. Um, who would you like to see at OC if we let go of Lombardi? Right. Well, I think internally, the the question is pretty easy. Shane Day. Um, mm-hmm. He was he was at the Niners, but I you know that's a really good question. Now I would say this: um, if that were to happen, I would think Brandon Staley would know somebody that he would want over someone yeah. like a Shane Day. Shane Day to me. Um, I think they like the continuity that he has with Justin Herbert as his quarterback coach. So it would be interesting to see what would happen. Now, again, um, you know, Lombardi, again, my frustration has always just been his general lack of creativeness. I guess yeah. it's a good word for it as well, too. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I would say Joe Lombardi would have somebody in there. But I would say internally, I would say it would be Shane Day. So I don't yeah. know. Who's your thought there, uh, James? Yeah, I mean, the first person that came to mind, obviously, is Shane Day. Just keeping the system intact, more or less, continuity. Um, I'm sure you could probably just pick up the playbook and just go out there and run the same place, just different minds, basically. And we've chatted about that quite a bit. Uh, but, you know, you could also go out and look at Frank Reich, too. If he you put in a guy who's been with the Chargers, a guy that has been a head coach, a guy that has been a pretty good offensive coordinator for us. Um, Philip Rivers had some pretty good years underneath him. Um so that's another guy you could go after. Um, but, I mean, I think right now we just have to focus on what's in front of us because, I mean, Lombardi is going to be our guy right now. We're running with yep. him. So. Yep. Um, yep. To be determined. To be determined down the road. So. Yeah. So uh, well, let's go with a couple more questions and we can wrap up. Wow, we're an hour and yep. a half. Boy, we are just t- flapping our gums. So, <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. Okay, here we go. So Larry Castro, here we go. Um yeah, and this is a good point. Like Larry, Larry's a great point, right? Wide receiver, interior defensive line, safety O line. Would love to line uh, load up the interior defensive line and O line. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you on that, right? Because um, I don't think we're going to keep um, Matt Filer. I think Matt Filer. I think yeah. this is the last year of his contract, so yep. he probably will not be here next year. But the interesting thing about that too would be okay. Um, I can't remember if Corey Lindsley's in his last year as well too. I cannot remember if he is yeah. or isn't. I think but, he's. I think he's got a three-year contract, so next year would be his last year. Okay. Okay. And that and that wouldn't be bad because with his injuries, you know, that's probably a perfect time to maybe let him go, which would be horrible because he's been amazing. But the good thing is you can move someone like a Zion Johnson to center, um, and then you can maybe bring in you know you know Pipkins to guard something like that, or yeah. move some of these other people around a little bit more because we'll get you know uh, Slater back. We'll have. Uh, you know, potentially Pipkins on the right side. Um, there's a lot more uh, things you could move around specifically on the line, but I think you're right. The defensive line needs to be more stout. Yep. Um, makes me wonder if there's going to be any defensive line when we go after in, um, you know, free agency this offseason yeah. as well too, right? Yeah, boy. Again, it kind of goes back to what my thought is in general. I think just get best available players and then make it work, plug and play them, and go from there. But, but get guys that can play a number of positions, right? They can yeah. play a First few different spell. positions is kind of my thought. Yep. I don't know. What were your thoughts on that too, James? Yeah, no, most definitely. And that's the thing. That's kind of been our, our strategy, I think, and especially for last year. We picked up Zion Johnson, which nobody had on their boards by any means. Um, but he was the best player available, best right guard in the, in the draft. 
it worked out extremely well for us. Been a staple on our line for us this year. Been an absolute stud for us. So, yeah, best player available, in my opinion. I mean, even to say if we get in the playoffs, we're going to be getting into the later first round pick at that point. That's really a crapshoot about who's going to be there and who's going to be available. So, um, you know, that's that's best player available um, first round. Obviously, interior defensive line for sure needs a big need. I think linebacker could be a potential need for us. Safety, especially if Elohi and uh, Nas leave after next yeah. year or after this year. Um, so there definitely will be, but once again, JT Woods is another guy that we drafted who could might, might find a way to be able to fill that gap for us. I mean, just Sir Taylor, once again, we've been chatting about him. He's, he could find some way into this defense too. So, you know, last draft was actually pretty solid. If we really look at it, I mean, we had a very good draft. That was a very, very good draft. And I would say this too, the last draft also was not just about Tom Telesco. It was about Brandon Silly and Tom Telesco, right? They're very much in lockstep with each other. In fact, I would almost argue probably Brandon Staley is, yeah. is making maybe even the final decision um, yeah. and saying, okay, we want to go with this person. We want to go with that person. And and bottom line, I think, I think that's huge. Right. So, and, uh, and Aether bold prediction. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be amazing. I'd love to see that. <laughs> please, please make Man, that happen. I'd love to see that. Cause look, dude, guys, Herbert deserves it. Right. Yeah. Phil Rivers deserved it, you know, but the nice thing is we have the right people out there and think about this. We got JC Jackson out and Joey Bosa. Yeah. For this already still. Yeah. And then Jamari, Pro Bowler. Yeah. Like those are three amazing players that are still not out there playing yeah. um, and contributing to this team. And, you know, you get them back, you get them in the system playing correctly. Oh my gosh, guys. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just, you just don't know, right? How it's going to go. Um, guys, and uh, I like Fahoko. I think it's interesting to me. It's interesting to me that he wasn't the st- or wasn't a like a rotational guy this this season. It kind of surprised me. In fact, in fact, I remember when he went to the practice squad. I thought, man, is he going to clear waivers? I don't know if he will. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, uh, maybe we'll see what happens. And, and he cleared. I which which blew me away. So there's clearly someone. There's there's clearly something missing that I'm not seeing. Because yeah. um, I remember, I think it was, maybe it was week two when he went to the practice squad. And there was this whole article that said, man we were shocked that it cleared waivers. We didn't think it was yeah. going to happen. Sorry. And I was surprised too. Right. Um, so I think he's absolutely fantastic. He's done a great job. He stepped yeah. in. Um, I think he may have even solidified himself a spot next season. Y- yeah. You got to wonder um, how it's going to play out, but I don't know. What are your thoughts on that yep. too, James? No, he, he'll be on the team I mean, next year. I think he'll definitely get re-signed. He'll be on the squad. I believe next year. I mean, adding Austin Johnson back, um, you know, you got to think Covington probably won't be on the team next year. Nope. Um, who's a good player, obviously, but I, Fahoko, in my opinion, has to be a guy that needs to be on this team next season. Um, yep. like the official 53 man squad, he's doing a great job. It was interesting in the game. There was this like shouting match between the linebackers and the defensive line. Sebastian Joseph day was like, you know, dropping F bombs and all these different things at the linebackers. There was something that I think drew tranquil brought up that there was just some kind of miscommunication, but it was really just more of like a passion type thing that they were just very, very like being nitpicky about specific things that were kind of tedious, but just perfection is what they wanted. And Fahoko was over there and he was just the Samoan guy of being like, yo man, guys, chill, <laughs> dude, chill out, man. We good. We good. Like he, he, he could be that calming nature guy in the locker room, I think. And I think he just brings a really good element to this team all around. So and he's been playing well since Ansis Johnson's been gone. Gone. Covington's been gone. Like, 
you know, he's done a good, admirable job to be able to be on that line. So he really deserves that. Joe Gaziano, by the way, you know, hats off to him too. The, the cool. Italian Stallion is still doing it. So he's still doing, still doing it. it. So, and again, it, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Yeah. And I, and yeah. I agree. H, uh, H4, I think, I think he does need some younger, more explosive weapons, somewhat Great. fast. Yep. So I, okay. So maybe we, we end with this thought guys. Maybe we end with this thought. I know um, we've, We've had quite a few people coming in and out of this chat, from what I can tell. Who do we draft first? Best available wide receiver, tight end? Is it offense, defense? Put the put your thoughts in the description or the the yeah. chat below. Who right. do we go after first? Who who is the number one need that? We, yep. Now I'm always going to say this, no matter what, best available player. Yep. I don't care. Because I because I really do believe you want to say best available because if we get an amazing defensive lineman that could just shut down the run, think of how much that would change the game for us Agreed. across the board. Agreed. Um, but what's your thoughts, James, on that? Yeah, you know, I, I think it is to me. Yes, best player available. I would lean very heavily on a wide receiver or a tight end. That's tight end. If there's a tight end specifically, like a speedier tight end or a guy that's just got fantastic. Um, you know, route running or whatnot. Like if we could have a Travis Kelsey or if we could have a Antonio Gates once again on this team with Justin Herbert, think of how much more that adds to this team. Now, why I go to wide receivers because Keenan Allen is getting older and you start thinking that you need to be able to put in that guy. Joshua Palmer is growing as a wide receiver. Can he be Keenan Allen? I'm not sure. But if we could have a guy who could just be that downfield threat for us, yep. Guyton is the guy for us, but I think that's one thing there. Now, everybody keeps saying like pass rusher too. I've thought about the same exact thing too. I'm kind of looking at it more of a second round kind of situation for us because we do need to find a guy that could be an extra guy behind, say, Chris Rump, Joey Bosa, and Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is starting to get kind of older. You're starting to see that he's not really doing getting to the to the quarterback as easy as his first game during the year. Um, but age does get to you and get you a little bit slower. But Khalil Mack has been – Still a very solid rock for us at the end. Still amazing. Regardless, he's not. But they're getting, also doub they're doubling him as well too. Exactly, right? they're, they're making his job tough. When Bose yeah. is back out, it's going to be different, in my opinion. So, oh man, our entire offense would be completely different. Yep. By the way, this is great too. It's so funny. Remember, these Raider fans were like, "Oh my gosh, you know, Tillery killed you guys." Blah blah blah. Look, at the end of the day, yeah. Tillery was horrible. And um, but again, I really do. I believe that um, it. Man. It's it's oh oh guys avoid those dating side things. We got we got to yeah. get rid of those things. Sorry sorry guys. Um, yeah, I'm doing that yeah, right now. Yeah. So I mean the tight end from Notre Dame. If I had to pick somebody, I would say a tight end. Um, yeah. And I would say that because tight ends deal with a lot and they're very good at the red zone. And I think again, no matter what, we're gonna have Allen Williams next season, right? We'll have Guyton back, of course. Um, but then you get a tight end out there. Oof, man. And and Everett's been good. He's been good, but not great. Good, but not yep, not great. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Get him, Larry. <laughs> Larry, you cracked me up, dude. Man, I tell you, I was like, man, it's so weird how they pop up at times, man. It's just crazy. Out man. of nowhere, so, man. I was like, what the heck? Um, yeah. I would say wide receiver, severe wicket. Yes, is is no speed. I agree with you know that's a great point, Brandon, because you know you you look at a team like you know the the Dolphins, and that's what they have so much of is just crazy team speed. Period. Right. We have more finesse players, right? Guys that just go, go downfield, but they'll find the open spot, know how to get open, make things happen. I mean, Parham's not that fast. Allen's not that fast anymore. Yeah. Williams is not that fast anymore. Guyton was the speedster. Um, 
but you're right. Someone a little faster would be interesting. So, you know, um, you know, I always think about that guy, Sky Moore, that the, uh, the Chiefs have, right? And he lots of speed. Really not being utilized. Yeah, he's got a ton of speed, though, right? Um, but a guy I like to run that fast, he respected down the field. Guy, even the ball, you still had to account for him running downfield. So that's yep. that's good too. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, do we have anything else here? Let's see here. Alert <laughs> is pretty funny. Um, oh, Aether's got another question here. Okay. So, yeah. all right. Well, maybe we'll end with Aether, Aether's question here at this point. Oh my gosh! Second yeah. round, boy. You know, ain't no, yeah, ain't no ahead. way that's yeah. happening. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, 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 he'd want at least a first round pick, maybe even two first round picks for this year and yeah. next year. And and it's a divisional rival, you know, team, right? Yeah. You know, the the Chiefs. The Chiefs don't want us to see, you know, Kelsey uh, on on another team. Now, I would say this, um, you know, the one thing I will say about Brandon Silly and and uh, also um, Tom Telesco is they don't like trading for players a ton. Now, no. obviously, in free agency, right, when we got Khalil Mack, they traded away a second-round pick, but they're not trying. And, again, why didn't they do anything during the buy or the trade deadline? And Brandon Silly came out and said specifically this. It's very difficult to get a player in mid-season to step in and do well. Look at every trade that happened. Most of those players are not playing that well for the teams that they went to. Yeah. Um, who's that? Who's that guy? Anderson that uh, yep. that the Cardinals yeah, got. Robbie he's Anderson. not done anything. Yeah, he's got, he's done nothing. He's done yeah. absolutely nothing. What was the point of that trade at this point? Yeah, you know. So no. you're giving up a lot to get what? Right now, again, Kelsey, absolutely incredible. Right? I mean, he's he's a fantastic player. Um, I would totally take a second round pick for Kelsey any day of the week. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. But I promise you, the Chiefs won't 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 give him up. For no, not yeah. At all. OBJ would be a really easy one to go after and get. And I'll tell you right now, especially where, where we're sitting right now, maybe that conversation makes sense. But, dude, you got to wonder how much gas is left in that tank. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? he, he said that he only wants – he's like, I don't care to sign until I'm in playoffs. And it's like, okay, so there's nothing guaranteed, by the way, when you're in the playoffs and you're not even really, like, acclimated to the team by that point. Like, we're three games left in the season right now. If you're not yeah. with the team right now, I mean – you might be useless. That might be the shortest pickup for a, a receiver could potentially be a four week kind of job at that point <laughs> for a couple million dollars. I mean, that's great for him. Uh, if you get bounced out of the playoffs, you still make your money or whatnot. But I, I don't know, man, at this point, I think I'm good with where we're at with the chargers. I mean, yeah, I would love to be able to say like, OBJ could really bring this defense to another level, but he did blow out his knee. He needs to feel comfortable about that knee still too, too. So I mean, it's still less than a year that he's had that blowout. So I'm not sure if he's going to be able to feel 100%, you know, speedy or be able to run routes or feel confident on that knee too. So 100%. Yeah. And I think, I think bottom line, um, I know a lot of people have criticized Tom for some of his draft picks. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to get these players to do well. I think I read a statistic that said that I think half the league is undrafted free agents, or maybe it's like 40% of the league, something of that nature are actually undrafted free agents. And so those are the people that are just hungry. Right. And so you got to sit back and say to yourself, guys, what does it matter? Right. You know, um, yes, you got to go after and get good players, but just get the best available. That's why I always say in draft picks, get the best available player. Who is the guy that could start tomorrow for our team? That's next pick. And, and I would say, 
great example. Remember this year when we got Zion Johnson, you we were also I was like, what? Huh? When we went yeah. we did our live video on that. We were like, what the heck? Who's the Zion Johnson guy? <laughs> and, and 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 we're like, that was just crazy to me. But yeah, dude, he's been an absolute rock, right? So to yeah. me, I would pick. just look at the I would look at the board and say, who's the best available player right now? Let's go get that person. Yep, you know, I agree. um, and again, you you probably want to still say, okay, we need probably more depth in our line. We need, yep. you know, you could rank positions potentially, you know, and say, I think we need more depth here or more something, something here. But, you know, and that's all figured out in between each pick, right? But, you know, to me, um, I think that's, and, and that's a really good point. It really yep. depends on the strength of position in that year's draft, right? Some years have great quarterbacks. Some years don't have good quarterbacks. Some yep. years have great, you know, all the above. So, um, you know, but, but anyways, oh yeah. And we got UFC Jag. Hey, what's up, man? Finally made what it up, here. Brother? Hey, man, nice. big win for you guys. Big win yeah. for us. Big win for you. That was sick, man. Sick. By the way, I will say this. You'll see, uh, I was actually, again, I was, you, you, I know you just barely came on. I was actually driving from Vegas to Arizona. We were just leaving Vegas and we were literally watching the game on our phone. Um, NFL Sunday ticket. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys went into overtime, won the game. I mean, that was just absolutely yeah. crazy. We were it's freaking insane. out in the car. Me and my buddy, I was like, oh, my. I was like getting a little, <laughs> getting a little squirrely over here, dude. Getting like, Tokyo oh, drip. It. <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah. but it was crazy. I was like, this is amazing. And I, and I even made a comment. I bet, I bet you UFC Jags is killing it right now, just yeah. hyped out of his mind at this point. So very cool, dude. I was actually going to message you. But, again, I was on the road. You know, safety first. You know, you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Oh, my gosh. Hey, by the way, yeah. I was going to say one thing, too. Um, so this jersey here, this is the one that you and I, you know, traded or whatnot. This is the one that I wore at the Cardinals game. Yeah. Every yeah. every time I've worn this game on game day, we've won so far. That's so right. Yeah. I'm going – I'm 3-0 and right now with this jersey. With that jersey. With that I feel jersey. like I'm not going to wash this jersey. I'm going to basically it. just wear it every Sunday or Monday game or whatever <laughs> – day game is or whatnot so i'm gonna keep running with this i you know uh, i think i'm gonna go back to the michael scott saying he said i'm not superstitious but i'm a little stitious every now and then <laughs> and uh you know i'll just stay i'm, I'm a little stitious you know about this don't journey. wash it yeah yes, that's right keep, watch keep, it. Yep. keep it nice and crisp i love it dude i love it keep dude. it good keep it good <laughs> keep it good <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. All right. All right. La last question. I know we're getting yeah. pretty long in the too long in the on this video, but uh all right, if you make a trade for the second and third for Chase or Jefferson, would you take uh, a who would you take example, please? What do you think there, James? I'm just gonna show you something real quick though. Um okay. so this is a picture of Keenan Allen. <laughs> No, you look like a, I, you look like a, when I saw that man. I was like, like "What's that guy doing? He's about to write some poetry or something? What's going on here?" You look like, you look like a beatnik, dude. Practicing, <laughs> practicing his uh, his uh, his poetry in the corner or whatever. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Going to the local coffee shop, spitting some poetry, dude. You know, he's, he's got the upright bass. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Take a bass for the walk. Boom, 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 boom. Actually. Yeah. We, we need to have more of these photos like that. We pop up in, in our, in our, uh, in our conversation. We really, we really need to, in fact, we need to do a better job of that. So guys, well, what do you guys like? Do you guys like us popping these little, uh, little, uh, pictures up here like this? It's it's so funny funny. Because in our chat, we are constantly throwing these out there, but we never, 
get them teed up to talk about specifically on our chat. So we, we need to probably do that. What do you guys think? Should we start having some more uh, pictures like this yep. uh, on these other ones as well, too? So let us know in the comments below. Um, yeah. Going back to Aether's question, though. Yeah, man, I take Justin Jefferson all day. Yeah, me too. He's a stud. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying Chase is not good. I mean, he's yeah. an absolute great receiver, but. Something about Justin Jefferson and his height, his speed, <laughs> his, the 50-50 ball, the ability to get separation, yards after catch, just a stud. Just an absolute stud. Oh, he's around, so good, so. man. He's so good, dude. Like, And, yeah, I, do you remember that game we played the Vikings? Do you remember the game we played the Vikings? And he went over to Keenan Allen. He was he caught the ball, ran on the sideline. Keenan Allen was sitting in the bench. Yep. And he, he like – threw the ball at him or he did something to him like on the side. I'm surprised he didn't get a penalty thrown at him because yeah, right. he was literally taunting Keenan Allen on the bed. That was last season. I believe it was. And, yep. and I was like, yo, I cannot believe he did not get a, a flag thrown yeah. on him right there. But, right. but again, Justin Jefferson is a baller, man. That guy, that guy, it, you have Justin Jefferson with Justin Herbert. Are you kidding me? Unreal. Unreal. Because yeah. dude, Kirk Cousins is okay. Like he's okay, yep. um, but he's not amazing, right? He's just yeah. not. So, yep. um, yeah, it, it'd be very Take interesting. It all day. Yeah. All right. Well, tailgate party. We got to set that up. Okay. Let's, let's, let's make this happen. Let's make let's this happen, Larry. <laughs> yeah. It's right. So, so uh, again, all the Bull Bros. We're going to be in AZ uh, for the Colts game, or, or you know, so we're going to be down. We're probably going to watch the game somewhere. We'll probably do. Uh, we'll probably get in the duck room. Like we did last time, we'll, we'll, be the, we'll be in the duck room, you know, <laughs> do, doing the whole thing. But uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. So, anyways, yeah, guys, you know, but uh, I know there's a spot out in Scottsdale that we could go to. Some of the uh, Arizona Bolt Club goes there. Oh, that's a good idea. There, so we could go there too. That's uh, the backyards, I believe, on Monday night. So I'm waiting to see if it does happen this week. So we might end up going there, or we might just end up just going to the duck room and hang out in the duck room. So okay. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll sort that out, guys. You guys know what's up. So we may go live on Friday as well. So we'll probably do a couple yeah. little videos in between the rest of the week. Sure. Um, again, I'm going to review the notes of Brandon Staley, which are probably going live right about now. Um, so I'm going to review those notes, probably do a video tomorrow on that, and then we'll have some more content coming at sure. you guys this week, okay? Sounds good, man. Looking forward to it, dude. Yeah, but big win for us, guys, man. Let's just wrap it up here, guys. We okay. we really draw this one out quite a bit, but you know it was a big <laughs> win for us, and we had some good good uh, interaction with everybody here too. So we always appreciate the support, guys. Once again, like subscribe to our channel here. We're constantly putting out daily content for the Chargers and everything. So you know we got three brothers here. I'm one of the brothers, James, and I got Andrew over here, my older brother, and then Kyle, who is at work currently right now, but just kind of hanging through the chat and such. So us three just come together and just chat up Chargers all the time. So, uh, but we appreciate it, guys. Once again, man, any any last comments there before we bounce on out of here, dude? Man, I just say this, dude. I mean, I'm excited to see our team play well right now. This is yeah, when it matters, huge, right? Um, so to me, that is the only thing that matters. That we are playing our best football. Today and tomorrow. And again, we got three games left, boys. Three games. Yep. We take care of business those three games. We're in. We're, 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 we're in there like swimwear. You know what I mean? It's done deal. <laughs> in there like swimwear, guys. And, uh, and and uh, you know, let's donkey punch them hoes. That's all that matters, dude. Let's go. And, and again, and again it's, it's, it's great to see the team come together, right? Because I think that's a big part of what we're seeing, right? You're yeah. seeing the team step up, realize through this adversity. And again, I think they're playing really good football right now because of the adversity that we dealt with at the beginning of the season. 
that's huge. So again, I just, I love, I love what we're doing. It's, it's so encouraging to me. Um, like I've said this before, and I know Aether, you're a big fan of um, Brandon Staley. I'm a huge fan of Brandon Staley now. And I, and I would say these last two games, these last two games, he has really shown me he is an NFL head coach. Yep. Not that he wasn't before, right? Again, I'm, I'm, I'm just, this is my opinion, but at the end of the day, he has really shown, I think a lot of people, I mean, not only myself, but other people in the league that he's really the guy. So it's exciting to see. So battle tested, ready to go. And dude, it's just, it's just exciting. It's exciting guys. No doubt. Exciting. And we, and us Bolt Bros, we're 100% battle-tested, too, by the way. We, <laughs> we got problems with our sound. We got problems with being, we're in the deck room. I'm, I'm like, you know, on a couch right now, just chilling. <laughs> yeah, man. Keep it cash, baby. Keep it cash, dude. Hey, Keep by the cash, way, yeah. man, Keenan Allen, Keenan got, does Keenan Allen got style, dude? Does he got? Does he need some style, bro? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, pop up, pop up that picture again. And say, what's his drip rating? Well, one to yeah, ten. What, drip yeah, rating, give, him, give him a drip rating here. You go. Yeah, what, 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 what's his drip rating, guys? What's his drip rating? We, we think what's one to ten. His drip rating here, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah what's, dude? That what's that drip rate right there? What's that drip rate? What are we thinking? <laughs> Throw a number in the chat. I, mean, I don't even know, dude. Like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Uh, Steve, uh, what was that movie? What was that movie with um, uh, Bill Murray? Uh, the 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 oh. scoop. The scuba dive one or whatever, you know, they're all walking around with these hats on like this, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. What was the name what, of that movie? What was it? Was that? Anyways, I, I just give, give him a drip rating one to 10, one being bad, one 10 10. being <laughs> good. Cause I mean, I mean, I'm like, Hey man, when, when's that beatnik album coming out, dude? What's going on here, buddy? <laughs> little, jazz, little jazz album or what? Life Aquatic. There Life we go. Aquatic. I, there I was tripping me out. I'm like, God, what's that, what's that freaking name of that show, man? That movie, dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but give him a rating, boys. Come on now. One to ten. What are you thinking? Just just give us a number. Good, I'm gonna give him. Let me think. Let me think about this for a second, man. Gosh, gonna, I don't even know. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a 13 because his number is 13. So let's do that. <laughs> oh, oh, the world grip rate. Man, you be you being polite, dude. I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say six. I'm gonna say six. Six. Say oh, six. I got the six on the drip. Oh man. Six on that drip, dude. Six on that drip. <laughs> I'm gonna say six. I'm gonna say six. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Love that's it, amazing, dude. dude. That's amazing, guys. All right, well, let's well wrap it up here, man. But yeah. once again, guys, stoked to be able to chat with you guys. Victory Monday, victory brisket. I actually had some brisket already this morning, so I made Ooh. some uh, some eggs with a uh, uh, brisket uh, burnt ends with it. <laughs> made some cheesy eggs, dude. It was delicious. It's that's kind of keto-y, I guess. Why don't you bring you know? me over, dude? Why don't you bring me oh, over? Why don't you give me dang, hit me bro. up, bro? Oh dang, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but either way, man, good. stoked, guys. Appreciate it, man. We out of here, guys. Thanks for all the love, guys. And uh, we will talk soon. So, Bolt Bros, let's go. Let's go.